Boom Blast. And we are live. This is, once again, the Wrap It Up Ball on Blast Raps Post Game Show. Big win. Big, big win. Big, big win for the Toronto Raptors. 121-107 over LeBron and the Lakers. I keep going to mention over and over again, over LeBron and the Lakers. 121-107. You know what? There was a lot of talk before this game because Kawhi Leonard wasn't playing. But I don't think this game was about Kawhi Leonard. No. I think this game was about LeBronto. Because you know what? I don't play on the Raptors. I don't have an affiliation with the Raptors. But LeBronto hurt my feelings last year watching that. That was disrespectful. So now I take that same approach and feel, what did Kyle Lowry think? What did Serge Ibaka think? Yeah. What did Pascal Siakam think? And you know what they thought? 121-107 <laughs> over LeBron's Lakers. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you for joining me again on the Wrap It Up Ball on Blast Raps postgame show. Q. How you doing, man? Thank you for joining me on this late night West Coast game on a Sunday, late Sunday night. I guess late now Sunday it's Monday night. morning. Yeah. Thanks for joining me, Q. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Ready to get this going. This is right. And uh, thank you, everyone tuning in right now live. If you're on Twitter, you're watching this live. You can click the link on Periscope. Turns into Periscope if you click the link on Twitter at Shell Alexander. You can join in, ask questions there at Shell Alexander. Now, if you're more of a fan of Instagram, we got a little live feed there where you can hear the podcast as well, and that is at Shell at Sheldon Alexander. So multiple ways to listen to it live, and of course, if that doesn't work for you, you know what? We got you covered, because we know it's late. You might want to go to bed right now, but we flip it, becomes a podcast, which you can find on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube for your morning commute, or you know, you want to watch the video at work, I won't tell. I won't tell on you tomorrow. I won't tell. But there's lots to talk about because, again, I think when this road trip was set up and you, you see the road trip, yep. you see Phoenix, you see Utah, you see Sacramento, there's one team that stood out. And, again, I think it stood out because it's the Lakers and yep. LeBron, no? Yeah, well, so it's LeBron. Was that, that the thing that stood out to you? That's that's, uh, that's, when, that's the one you circle <laughs> when, you know, when, when, when the schedule's announced, yep. you circle that game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what? I remember too. We did the raps post game shows. Uh, we did we did them during the playoffs last year against the Cavs. Yep. And so you'll definitely remember this cue because we we had a couple moments where I knew we were affected by by what LeBronto was the 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 fascination that became LeBronto. I'm gonna ask you as as a, as a, as a Raptors fan, how did you feel watching this? this blowout of 121-107, because it was a blowout right from the get-go. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, you know what, I think it was good that, you know, Kawhi didn't play. Ah, right? okay, okay. Because everyone that was in the game, mm -hmm. other than Danny Green, mm -hmm. should have been affected the way <laughs> I was about, that's just like you were saying, about, about LeBronto. Yeah. About getting sunned by LeBron. <laughs> For a second straight year, the straight disrespect. From it was, it was, last it was year. disrespectful. And I, and whoever came up with LeBron, though, disrespectful. Mark Jones, right? Mark, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Toronto's own Mark Jones yeah, on yeah, ESPN. Yeah, yeah straight yeah, disrespect. Yeah, yeah. So I know it's a regular season, and so you know yeah. we're not going to make we're not going to make too too much of it. But to me, I still think it's a big deal because what you mentioned, no Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So 
if you watch the last game against the Suns, you know Kawhi Leonard left at the end of the game with what they called like a jammed a jammed, jammed leg foot or, or jammed yeah. foot. So, so he, he didn't. He was play out. He was game. out tonight with foot soreness. <laughs> right. Was the diagnosis, which is interesting because we knew that he wasn't going to play, or we assumed that he wasn't going to play both games of the back to back. But which one would he sit out? We weren't really sure. But with the injury mm-hmm. at the end of last game, I think it made it a little bit easier to sit him in this game and avoid the L.A. media circus yep. that would have been pregame and postgame, right? right? So I think that kind of worked out. But also, to back up your point, there were a couple dudes that came out early in this game for the Toronto Raptors. And you know what? In the first quarter, there was a guy named Kyle Lowry who was six points, nine assists, Four rebounds in the yep. first quarter. First quarter, yeah. Then there's a guy named Serge Ibaka. Serge Baca, Ibaka, Baca, Baca. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's been a while now, and I've been saying it after each and every post-game show, okay? At some point, I got to stop being surprised that Serge Ibaka is having good games. And this wasn't a good game. This was a great game and arguably the best game Serge Ibaka's played in a Raptors uniform. Or ever. I mean, it's or ever. career high. <laughs> career high, 34 points. 15 of 17 from the floor. I mean... I don't know if I've seen anyone start a game. Like, me just watching basketball, and I'm not trying to make an official stat here. Yeah. But the man started 14 for 14. Yeah, it's... That's crazy. Didn't miss a shot till like, late in the third quarter. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Serge Ibaka, again... I'm sure he saw all the LeBronto memes last year, oh, right? Sure. Like, he felt that. That's multiple years in a row of taking L's to LeBron in the playoffs. And Serge Ibaka was definitely fired up in this game. You mentioned it. 34 points, but not just that. The effective shooting numbers, but 10 rebounds, 2 yep. steals. Serge was everywhere. And the big key for me in this game was Kyle Lowry early. He was just looked like a man on a mission, right? Yeah. Like, he came out and he was diming Serge. He was diming Pascal getting them easy baskets, but then also getting Danny Green off early. Danny Green had five threes in this game. Most of that came in the first half. Kyle Lowry continues to be the guy for the Toronto Raptors to me. If Serge was the MVP of this game, the X factor to me is Lowry. 21 points, 15 assists in this game and six rebounds. Kyle continues to do it. Are you... Are you on the Kyle Lowry train as we see this now? As he consistently just dominates. Yeah. You know what? It's it's everybody. I (laughs) I, I just, they are all playing on a level that we haven't seen before. Yeah. I mean, you know, yes, we won 59 games last year. They went on their run. But Kyle wasn't, like Kyle right now, Mm -hmm. and I'm putting this on the record. Okay. The best point guard in the Eastern Conference. I mean, he's playing better than Kyrie. Yeah. And Kyrie is he's playing playing better than Kyrie. He's playing better than Ben Simmons, John Wall, and and the no. Wizards. Yeah. Nobody's rating them. Nobody's taking them in. Um, I can't really argue with that. I can't argue with that fact at all. I mean, at the end of the day, Kyle Lowry's leading the league, like yeah. not just the Eastern Conference, but he's mm-hmm. leading the league in assists. And as mentioned too, he's broke that record. Uh, the Raptor record, which was crazy because he needed just 14 minutes to record the double-digit assists in his eighth straight game, yeah. which broke a franchise record for the Raptor set by Damon Sodmeyer in 1996. Again, he needed just 14 minutes to get to his 10 <laughs> assists. That's what I'm saying. These Raptors came out with something to prove. Like, there was, like, I don't know, maybe you're right. Maybe they were so amped up that they were kind of like, oh, no Kawhi, that's cool. We're, we got yeah. the juice already. We don't need yeah. Kawhi for this game. The Lakers, on the other hand, now, I tweeted at halftime, 
want to get your opinion on something. I tweeted at halftime, you know, what are we really going to break down here? Because the Raptors just ran them out of the gym. And right. there was a Lakers fan, I'm assuming, because I it would only have to be a Lakers fan. Right. He said they beat them in the second quarter, meaning the Lakers. They did outscore the Raptors in the second okay. quarter. Um, and it's the second night of a back-to-back. Please shut up. They are better. <laughs> now, I, I'm not going to be the troll to tweet at the guy now at the yeah. end of the game. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. All right. But – is there an excuse for the Lakers here on the second night of a back-to-back while the Raptors aren't on the second night of a back-to-back? Is that an excuse? No. <laughs> no. No. And no. Um, they're not ready. They weren't ready. You know, LeBron has put together his teams before, mm-hmm. but those were veteran, mostly veteran guys. Mm-hmm. These young guys, yeah. I think they just woke up, LeBron signed, oh, we're going to the championship. And they just thought LeBron was just going to carry them and they could just not put in no work and just ride you know ride the train. You know right? what's interesting you said that? Because that, that point reminds me, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that point reminds me because there was an interview recently. Oh, no, maybe it was in the shop with Drake and LeBron yeah. acknowledged the fact that when he went to Miami, he just thought they were going to just win. Like yeah. he just thought, okay, we it's me, D-Wade, and Bosh. Like we're going to win. And he didn't. Not that he didn't have to try, but he didn't realize like how much work, how hard you would have to work to get it, right? It's more than just having the good players. And is that kind of what we're seeing with the Lakers? Because to me, they got a young team. If you look at their core, yeah. it's Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, Hart. Those guys have been in the league like less than three years, yeah. all of them. Yeah. Like you can't be tired. You're still on young legs. You know <laughs> exactly. what I'm saying? Like that's not an excuse. Yeah. And to me, it was it was when Rondo came in the game, and I know this sounds stupid, and also goes to the point of I didn't even name who the dude was that tweeted at me. And I'm not going to mention his name. That's petty. I won't do that. I'm not that petty. But the funny thing was the Lakers closed the first quarter on a seven-one run, and it was still forty-two seventeen Raptors <laughs> after yeah. the first quarter. Like the game was over. Starters yeah. for starters, the Raptors ran these guys out of the gym, and that seven-one run was really Rondo, a vet guy, on the second night of back-to-back, really trying to like change the tempo of the game and get yeah. them easy buckets. But I just want to read you some numbers here, and you tell me which one stands out the most because this is again after the first quarter. So. It was 42-17. The Raptors shot 6 of 12 from 3 in the first quarter. They were 15 of 22 overall and had assists on 12 of those 15 field goals. Which one of those numbers stand out to you the most? Because that to me was just the sign of like that's when the game was over. You're thinking. You're thinking. I'm trying not to put too much into it because it is game 10. But those those, those, those numbers against... And maybe we're giving the Lakers too much credit because they have LeBron. That could be a thing. But against against, against LeBron and the Lakers, Mm -hmm. they just put up, like, those are like Golden State numbers. Like, those are just, the ball's moving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I know that sounds like hyperbole, but it's not. Because the way that the ball was moving, it was crazy. It was just, if you watch Serge, and especially Serge and Siakam, they had the two-man game going with, like, big guys. I don't see anyone in the league running that. Like, Golden State, we know they have Draymond, but it's always some, like, random dude playing center, right? And, you know, it's created teamwork, whatever. But in this game, especially, you know, when the starters were out there, you're seeing surge. There was a couple – there was a cycle there, I want to say, in the second quarter. No, maybe it was a third. But either way, it was – they were getting defensive stops and maybe, like, three straight times down the floor. It was a fast break. 
Serge or Siakam were the ones making the plays, yeah. meaning like getting that assist on yeah. the fast break. Yeah. That's from your two big guys on the floor. Yeah. And that's aside from whatever Kyle Lowry was doing, but it shows that it's contagious. It's sharing the ball. It's super contagious, right? Yeah. And you mentioned Nick Nurse before we started. You said yeah. you want to give Nick Nurse some credit. I'm, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, I... I mean, it, okay. Let's talk about Serge for a minute. Okay, okay. Because we got to get either Serge. either either he put in mega work undercover in the <laughs> off season, or that that move to to the center position, mm-hmm. uh, coinciding with the offense offensive change. Okay, is just this is this his system. Yeah. It's working for him, right? Okay. Um, I got a thought on this, but go on. So, yeah, I just. So he's a man possessed right now. So you you mentioned the move to center and the offense, right? Both of those things, I think, work perfectly for him and JV because what happens is two things. One, when they get the ball at the top of the key, they're more empowered, right? Because they yeah. can make a play when right. they get the ball. It's not just dump it down to me in the post, let me try to take my guy, or I get the ball and I have to shoot it because I'm wide open at the three-point line. They're actually like involved in the offense. But also... With them being the five, there's no other traditional big on the floor with them. And so it just opens up the paint. And now it's yeah. so much easier because of the spacing of the shooters for when someone drives, I'm giving Serge the ball right underneath the basket. All yeah. the shots that he's shooting are in the paint. Yeah. And so you got your jump hook game cooking. You're going to shoot a high percentage. You're going to be in the 15-point range for the entire season because you're forcing Serge when he does shoot they're all in the paint. It's not like, oh, he's caught at a three-point line, and now he feels the need to, to shoot or shoot, like, the long twos, right? right? Which we don't want to see. That's a bad surge. And we've right. seen good surge for the majority this, of this season. This is, this is uh, beginning of the career OKC surge where he was under the basket. He mm-hmm. was – this is, you know, before the before the stretch four was, was a thing, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. surge. Yeah. Where he's not under the basket. He's getting rebounds. Yeah. He's blocking shots. And he's getting the easy buckets. And, yes, he can shoot a three-point shot, you know, on yeah. occasion. Yeah. But he's not shooting six, seven, eight of them. Right? Definitely. He was, what, one for one today? Yeah. Right. So, when you, right, when you, when you get that open shot, he's able to make that open shot. Yeah. But he's not a three-point shooter. Yeah. Like, Serge can do a lot of things, but it's like you focus in and do the easy things. Right. And with the way that the offense works, I think I talked about this on the last podcast, so apologies if I'm repeating myself again, but it's kind of like uh, there was an interview dude on The Ringer did with Clay Thompson, and he was talking about how Golden State's offense, it's not that complicated. It's basically yeah. just guys in a position where you're reading and reacting to the defense. And the way that Clay Thompson described it is it's pretty easy because I get the ball, and if I beat my man or whatever, it's either I shoot and I lay it up or I'm passing to KD or Steph who are wide open because yeah. of the action that's going on, just the system that they run. It's not really plays. It's mostly read and react, right? I'm going to drive and kick it to a cutter to the basket or Steph's wide open. And you watch the Raptors, and I know this sounds crazy, but these guys were scoring so easy. Yeah. And this is without Kawhi Leonard in the lineup, and I emphasize I'm emphasizing the first quarter because I think that's when this game was over, and that's when I think, you know, the ca- the Cavs, wow, I was about to call them the Cavs. <laughs> they got beat up like the Cavs this year, yeah. this tonight, right? But that's when this game was over, and the Raptors were just, it was ball movement. It was so crisp. And, again, the threes that they hit, right, to start the game 6 of 12 from 3 in the first yeah. quarter, 
That's crazy. And the stat that stuck out to me was the 12 of 15. Like, you assisted on 12 of the 15 field goals in the first quarter. That's all ball movement. Um, Not to get too stat crazy, but I think this tells, like, in in case you're wondering why Raptors fans might be so hype and why the the narrative, when you hear the narrative come Monday on all the ESPN shows, because it's going to be what's going on with LeBron and the Lakers, and, oh, my God, the Raptors are really legit because they won without Kawhi. Yeah. This stat tells me how big of a deal this is, okay? So the Lakers trailed the Raptors by as many as 31 points in the first quarter. They're the first team in the last 20 seasons, the Lakers, to trail by 30-plus in the first quarter at home. The Lakers, again, the first team in the last 20 seasons to trail by 30-plus in a first quarter at home. That's what the Raptors did to a LeBron James team. That is just crazy. This The way that this team is playing, it is disgusting, and there's a swag to it. We just watched how the game ended where Kyle yep. Lowry hits that crazy lefty yep. and he's just going back down the floor, coinciding with LeBron walking off the floor. Woo. What are we making of that? LeBron leaving before the game actually ends. Do we care? Is that a big deal? What do you make of that? I think he needs to he I think he went to we'll have a, a chat with, with Magic. <laughs> and there and there there's changes to come. Um uh, I think Luke Walton gets fired. I think there will be people listening to this podcast tomorrow, and yeah. by that time where they're listening to it, Luke Walton has already been fired. I, yeah. Like, you cannot lose like that yeah. at, home at home without Kawhi Leonard, the guy that you're supposedly recruiting to come join your team, yeah. and you lose to the team that has him, and he doesn't even play, and you yeah. didn't just lose. You got the bleep beat out of you, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, that can't happen. And if you're Magic, I think there's a level of – you got to think magic Johnson is obviously like a hall of famer. He's done legendary things yeah. in the NBA. Do you think he rates the Toronto Raptors as a franchise or organization? Magic doesn't know what the, the Raptors are. Yeah. That's a fakey team to magic. Yeah. And magic's like, what we're getting blown out by these guys at home yeah. without Kawhi. Yo, Luke Walton's up out of here, man. I think he's yeah. done. Well, he already had the meeting. Was, was there already a meeting or a talk or something earlier in the week? And then this with LeBron walking <sighs> off the floor. Without shaking hands with anybody, it's not. Yeah, he didn't even didn't didn't even give his boy Chris Bosh a dap on the way out. He just <laughs> he just took security and left. Yo, the worst part about that too. So the Lakers make this like meaningless run. I don't want to say meaningless run because we'll yeah. talk about the Raptors bench okay. in a bit. But the Lakers make a run. They cut the game. It got down to fourteen. It got down to twelve at yeah. one point. LeBron never checked back into the game. You I'm, said something to me. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Because we all know, yes, Luke Walton's the coach, but LeBron, <laughs> you know, LeBron is the chief, yeah. right? Yeah. So, just the way he walked off the court, I, it, 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 was he just fed up and said, you know, let the young guys play? So, no, no, no. Or did you Luke ask, actually make, you make a call me, there? does LeBron decide whether or not he wants to come back in the game? And if yeah. so, he said no. Because we have to assume that at some point Luke Walton looks down at LeBron yeah. to see, like, yo, do you want back in this when it's 12? And there's still, like, what, four minutes left in the game? Yeah. That, that's a winnable game still. You can come back. We've seen stranger things. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> the Lakers are a gong show. Well, I mean, if, 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 you know, he was sitting at the end of the bench. Mm-hmm. So, if Luke Walton just... He said, "Hey, my young guys are are putting us back in the game when the when the, when the, obviously the starters were getting run out, run off the run out the building. Mm-hmm. 
maybe I'll just stick with stick with this unit. Right? Yeah, and I mean the, the weird part about it was the run did happen against the Raptors bench. The Raptors yeah. bench did not play well at all tonight. And so maybe there was a sign of Luke Walton like the starters had to come back into this game, right? It got down to 14, I think, before the starters came yeah. back into the game for the Toronto Raptors. And so maybe if you're Luke Walton, you're looking at that and you're saying, okay, well, you know, we're kind of lucky to be back in this game. Yeah. Raptors bench, which struggled here. I got to bring up the box score here because there are some bad stat lines from the Raptors bench tonight. And it's weird because you don't really want to yeah. dig in on anyone. But a, I think it was uh, it was – DeLon Wright, Van Fleet, and CJ, CJ. were all old, and Norm were yeah. like all old from the, for the floor. Yeah, so we got an 0 for 6 from Fred Van Fleet, an yeah. 0 for 6 from CJ Miles, and an 0 for 2 from Norm Powell. Right. That not make it, right? And so. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. DeLon, it was, it, was, it was Norm, not DeLon. DeLon did score. DeLon was solid. Yeah, yeah, DeLon was solid in tonight's game, but the bench really did let the Raptors down tonight because, again, this is the first game of a back to back. Right. So it would have been very key for Kyle Lowry to be able to chill heading into a tough game against Utah because we know not only is Utah a pretty good team, but that's a tough crowd, a tough place to play, in, yeah. period. And so with this game being pretty much over at halftime, this should have been a fourth quarter off for the Raptors, and that yeah. didn't happen because the bench, and is it time to worry about C.J. Miles? I think Norm has had spurts, and I don't, I don't think Norm played as bad as his stat line looks because no. I feel like Norm... Norm does other things. Yeah. I think everybody looks... Everybody's, I think everybody's still caught up in what they thought Norm was going to be mm-hmm. before he signed that contract in his, in his last couple of years. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on this team, Norm is hes a role player. Yeah. Right. He's he's gonna come. In, he's coming in off the bench. He's he's more of an energy guy. Mm-hmm. He's gonna play some tough defense. Yeah. He he can. He's one. Of, he, uh, yeah. He fits it. He fits in with the Raptors in that he can guard two or three different positions. Yeah. Right. If it's a hot hand, we'll take it. We'll take it. But yeah. he he does other things. So CJ. yeah, he may CJ though is <laughs> he's he's very one dimensional. And the dimension's not working so it's far this season. It's not at all. It's very bad for C.J. Miles. And it's like right when you think he'll, he's coming out of it a little bit because he had an all right game against Phoenix, yeah. boom, he's here again with 0 for 4 from 3. And again, C.J. Miles, because of the Raptors' offense, he's getting good looks. It's not like they're like, yeah. you know, tough, like ISO step-back threes or anything. It's within the offense. And the way the Raptors' ball movement works, all these guys are shooting wide-open looks. So you're CJ Miles. I don't know if it's in his head at this point. I don't know what's going on, but he's going to lose. He's going to be out of the rotation, right? At some yeah. point, he's going to be out of the rotation because the Raptors now at the start of the year, the thing that we might be missing is that everyone's getting minutes now because Kawhi's missed some games, yeah. right? Because uh, OG, OG missed, missed some, some games. games. Fred Devon. missed some games, right? And so that had Norm and CJ get minutes. Yeah. But when everybody's healthy for an extended run, are those guys really going to be playing? Well, uh, well, there's that's the thing, right? Somebody among that group is the eleventh man, right? <laughs> yes. And we all know eleventh man means garbage minutes. Yes. Right. That math doesn't add up so, for somebody. Coming into the season, I think everybody had Norm penciled in as that eleventh man. But I think right now he's giving you more than CJ does. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, because so, he's still playing defense. Yeah. He's rebounding. I feel like 
even though Norm might be struggling and he didn't score, but yeah, he's not forcing it, which I think we yeah. saw from Norm before. Yeah. Where he's not over, he's not over eleven. He's over yeah. two, yes, right? Yes. So he, he if he doesn't yeah. feel it, he's not forcing shot. He's not exactly. trying to get it. He's still in the rhythm, yeah. right? He's still he's still playing within the offense, within the, the within the, the the scheme. Definitely, and uh, shout out again to the people that are watching. Again, just to recap, Toronto Raptors win. And they are improved to nine and one on the season, nine and one on the season, one twenty one, one oh seven with the win over, again LeBron James and the Lakers. Raptors improved to nine and one. And shout out to all the people right now. If you are watching on Twitter, in the the uh, Periscope stream. Sorry, I can't talk all of a sudden. <laughs> if you're watching in the Periscope stream. Don't hesitate to click on that. Ask questions. Join in. We're here. We'll read your comments. Same thing if you're watching at Sheldon Alexander on Instagram. I see some people here. I see Molly Malls says, CJ under the GoDaddy curse. We've been talking <laughs> about that. I don't know. The longer this goes and the longer, yeah. you know, CJ continues to struggle. And the longer I see that dumbass commercial on TV, yeah. it's just a constant reminder, right? And I don't know, man. It Maybe just, the Raptors should just stay away from commercials because it wasn't last year. Norm had the the yeah, piano. Norm, Norm was the GoDaddy guy last yeah. year. That's the thing. So maybe the, maybe the GoDaddy is. curse. There's something to it, right? I don't know. Um, but yes, the Raptors with a big, big win. And I think you know we keep talking about statement games. I don't know, but the score is one thing. The way that this game happened, like 71-49 at the half. Yeah. The way the Raptors were running up and down, running Showtime on Showtime. Yeah. It was just straight disrespect what they did to the Lakers. And this, I keep I keep thinking of, you know, when are we going to calm down? Like, Raptors fans are getting a little too excited. When yeah. does the calm down happen? This isn't it. This no, definitely, definitely isn't not, it. Right? Definitely not it. <laughs> Surge. Oh, man. Let's give some but love think, to... But I think we have, I think we have, like, the... It's, I think it's a Toronto thing, right? Like, the Leafs started... Mm-hmm. How they started, mm-hmm. and then they lost a few games, and now Matthews is hurt, and everybody's kind of like, "Oh!" So I think everybody's waiting for it to happen to the Raptors too. So, but I don't. So here's the thing: I will say this. It's funny because it is a Toronto fan thing, right? Yeah. Toronto fans are are like always self inflicting pain to themselves because yeah. they're just worried, and they they have like bad memories in their head. And I yeah. got a text message from a friend in the third quarter that said. The Raptors were up 18 points in the third in Kobe's 81-point game. <laughs> and my response was just, come on, man, stop it. <laughs> like, but the, well, the Lakers, the Lakers didn't have Kobe Bryant tonight. No, but I bet you there's some Lakers fans that are ready for, to call back for Kobe, yeah. right? Oh, my goodness. It was just a crazy game. The Toronto Raptors getting out to a great, great win. And Serge Ibaka. I'm going to stop being surprised about Serge Ibaka. And I know this might be the curse, yeah. <laughs> right? And I probably shouldn't say this, but the way that he's playing, it's all within the offense. He's playing with such a confidence that the only reason if Serge slips up, it could just be because he's tired and he doesn't have his yeah. legs. And and you can afford with the depth that this team has to give him a night off if needed, right? Yeah. But Serge is balling in this new offense. I don't know how you stop it. If you're another team with the way that him and Siakam are cooking, and by cooking, I mean you look at the box score and Serge Ibaka again, fifteen of seventeen. Siakam was eight of eight of fourteen. Yeah, those are two guys shooting an extremely high percentage. How do you stop? Well, I them? mean, when you get you get fifty 
points and 23 rebounds <laughs> from your starting four and five. I don't know when's the last time that's happened, right? When the Raptors like points, maybe Bosch with Bosch like Raptors and last reliable bigs, maybe like Bosch and Bosch and Bargnani, but the rebounds definitely weren't weren't there. Yeah, rebounds right? definitely weren't there. But yeah, you got to think of like consistent production from your bigs if you're the Toronto Raptors. Antonio Davis days. Yeah, Antonio Davis, Chris Bosch, like yeah. that's about it. You know what I'm like? Am I forgetting someone? No, because who was it? Amir was the bigs yeah. for the past how long? Yeah. JV was really inconsistent. It's it's crazy to see, and it's a new NBA, so it's a yeah. lot different too, right? And just to see the way that these guys are playing, and it's great to see the Raptors. I was kind of happy too with no Kawhi, just in the sense that you need to get OG going, yeah, right? So it was good for him to get like starters minutes and play with the starters, even though that might not be where he ends up. But I just mean get like real minutes. Like you're thrown in the fire, you got to guard Braun, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. just what it is. Again, Freddie's working his way back in. DeLon's working his way back in. So without Kawhi, there is a plus to this because you're you're getting those guys getting their feet wet again, yeah. right? Because that is the strength of this team. Tonight it might have been the weakness, but those starters were just focused enough that it did not matter. Um, I'm going to give my X Factor to Kyle Lowry. Again, I just think what he's doing right now is just crazy. He's dominating the game. I feel like there are a couple of those moves where he was just like, Yo, that one was for Demar, yeah. <laughs> right? Because Demar, like, yeah. Demar's at home watching this. Did they play tonight? I don't know if the Spurs yeah, played they tonight. Did, they did play. They lost actually. Okay. Oh, they lost to Orlando. Lost to Orlando. Ooh, at home. Ooh, that's not a good look. Yeah. But I want to see Demar's face when he's watching those highlights, right? Like, yeah. what's that text message conversation like tonight? Definitely. Oh man, just such a great game for the Toronto Raptors. But Q, I want to ask you: Do you I play? A, I have a question. Oh, okay. If Serge Ibaka continues oh, with this, with this, oh, geez, with I this play, this is going. are we looking at maybe three All Stars for the Toronto Raptors? I don't want it. Uh, are we? Are we th uh, am I going? Am I going too far ahead? It's only. I don't want to think too far ahead. Yeah, I can't. Can't. Uh, can't go I mean, that I, far ahead. I know what you're saying. In just in the flow of the uh, just the w and the way it's going, and like how many good bigs are there really in yeah. the Eastern Conference? I mean, if Andre Drummond was an All Star last year, wasn't he? I yeah, think. I think pretty so. sure. Like. This is crazy. It's crazy. I mean, okay. It's really crazy. When you take, it's when him you, and Siakam when or, you take, or Wallen. When you take Embiid out, because obviously Embiid's probably going to be the starting center. For sure. Who's who, Name another center in the in the, in the the NBA, in the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. Uh, Dwight Howard. <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> I couldn't say it with a straight right? face. Kristaps is hurt. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 there. Drummond, Blake Griffin will be an all-star, right? Yeah. Blake Griffin will be an all-star in the East. That'll be a new thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> a beer says Andre Drummond is trash. <laughs> I, you know what? I won't disagree with that because <laughs> the, the whole uh, Joel Embiid thing, yeah. when he posted the picture, the video of him dancing... <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's straight disrespect. I might have to box you. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. me and you might have to fight if that's what you're doing. If I'm if I'm drumming and, and you're Joel Embiid and this is what you're yeah. doing to me, we might just have to fight. But I mean, you could be right. You you definitely could be right. One of those Raptors bigs, if this production continues between Serge and Siakam yeah. and they remain in the starting lineup, one of those guys could be heading to the all-star game. I mean, it could be crazy. And yeah. depending on how the Raptors continue to ball and where their record is. We've seen it before when the Atlanta Hawks, I think, were out yeah, to. Yeah, they had 
four. They had yeah. four. Kyle Korver was yeah. an all-star. Right? So, so. We, we, stranger things have happened, sure. right? We've seen, I think the Pistons also had four all-stars one year, right? Yep. When, when they had their team with the, the Chauncey Billups team, yep. we've seen that. I mean, hey, when the team's that good, men's like Mo Williams make the all-star team <laughs> because they're running shotgun with LeBron. So yep. stranger things have happened. So we'll see. It's a good trend so far. Again, it's 10 games in. You don't want to get too far ahead of yourselves, but here's the thing. The Lakers, I think, the Lakers are supposed to be a solid team in the West. Now, are they one of the top teams in the West? I don't think so. No. But they're supposed to be a solid team, and you just dismantled them without your best player. Yeah. That is a statement. I forgot the question that I was about to ask you before. <laughs> Because I don't remember what it... Oh, I know what it is now. I was actually filibustering until I remembered <laughs> the question, and I did. It worked. Um, heading into the game tomorrow night in Utah, if there is anything legitimate to this Kawhi Leonard injury, okay, do you play him tomorrow? Hmm. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> this is a thing. This is what we've seen so far from Kawhi Leonard is every time something looks like it could be bad, yeah. it's like we all hold our breath. The entire yeah. country holds our breath. We've and seen it now back-to-back games where people have been like... <gasps> and, that's, and that's why I would think you would play him. Oh, okay. To calm, to calm everyone? Because if he doesn't play in back-to-back games, everybody's... The questions about his health yeah, are going to ramp up, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe... I mean Donovan Mitchell's Not out, playing. right? Yeah. So maybe you 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 play Kawhi, mm-hmm. but in limited minutes. And I always think it's tough to try to do that because I always think like you you might go in with thinking there's a minutes restriction, but then you get into the game, yeah, and then it's just like Kawhi's there. I want to play Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> like it, or if the game the game them. might be closer. He, yeah, 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 yeah. It then becomes super tough, right? Um. I don't know. I think I, I think if there is, I think foot, I think foot soreness, <sighs> like I, that's that's the diagnosis, right? He's he's taking yeah. a day off with foot soreness. Yeah. So I, eh, I don't know. <laughs> As I, I, I head to the chat here, I see more comments coming through. And again, if you're on uh, Twitter, just click the link on Twitter. That'll get you right to. Uh, if you click that link, it'll put you into the Periscope page where there's a comment bar on the side. We'll read and talk to you and answer your questions. And, of course, people on the Instagram Live. I see a comment here from LTZ29 who says, I can't handle the Kawhi, que- the Kawhi Hurt questions all year. Hart can't take it. I think he speaks for – I think yeah. my guy LT here speaks for a lot of the, the Raptors whole, The whole base, city right? pretty much, yeah. Uh because I know that I keep going back to that Joel Embiid play because yeah. that one really got me shook. Yeah. And I was like, yo, we all about to march outside the ACC and wait for Joel Embiid <laughs> to come out <laughs> if he takes out Kawhi. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so far it's just been such a good season for the Toronto Raptors. And if you, you're seeing flashes of this team, and, and not to sound crazy or too much hyperbole, but you're seeing flashes of this team being completely dominant. And do you want to risk that because you're playing Kawhi in game 11 or game 12 when maybe he tweaked his ankle, maybe he didn't, but maybe it's in his head. And, you know, all yeah. these things that are, are floating around, and I don't know if you risk it. 
because we're seeing that, yo, team's Gucci right now. Yeah. <laughs> the squad is legit. Yeah. There's no, there's no slowing down for this Raptors team right now. And I know the bench. There's always something to pick at. And I found it one of the things that made me really like. I took a step back when I was watching the the pregame. They had an interview with Fred Van Fleet. And they're just asking him about getting back in the lineup and getting back into it. And this comment caught me off guard because he said, yeah, we're off to a good start, but I don't really think we've actually even played any of the games. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. But I, I like that attitude. Yeah. Right. I like yeah. that attitude that my man is focused. My man is like, yo, we're, we're on bigger things right now. Yeah, not like, resting on the laurels, not settling. There's, there's, they have a goal. Yeah. Right. And they, they feel like they're not there yet. Right? He's it's just like, like I keep hearing that, you know, Kawhi is only at maybe 75%, <laughs> which, you know, if 30 points and 10 rebounds a night is 75%, we'll take it. We might be in for a treat come, come the spring. We'll take it. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of fun stuff. As always, I try to give you the funny Kyle Lowry comments of the day. And this from Josh Lewenberg. Shout out to Josh Lewenberg. Uh, he says, Kyle Lowry's analysis of Serge Ibaka's career performance. Quote, he made a lot of shots. Close quote. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kyle Lowry. I'm here for this Kyle Lowry. I can't even lie to you guys. I, I love this Kyle Lowry, this back and forth with the media, because yeah. it, it's fun to me. It's funny to me. Yeah. I get it. I don't envy the position of being a reporter trying to get quotes from Kyle Lowry <laughs> when he's doing this. But then again, I would just kind of play it, play along with it. Right. Whatever, and just keep getting the quotes, whatever works. Yeah. I mean, for him, like whatever, whatever his motivation is, whether it's, <laughs> you know, this is my team, not Kawhi's or if it's, you know, you traded my best friend and lied to him and da, 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 whatever, whatever is, is fueling him. We need to keep it keep it going. We need LeBron. to keep it going. LeBron, the, the post game just popped up on the TV, and LeBron just looks so cheesed. <laughs> like I don't even know what's going on right now. But the Lakers are in trouble. And again, yeah. I think the stories already came out. You mentioned it. You alluded to it earlier that Magic Johnson had a meeting with Luke Walton. Yeah. Um, that can't be good. And the fact that that gets out to the media is even worse, right? Like that's terrible. Yeah. How does that stuff get out? It's it's Lakerland. It's so. Do you think that he that means that like Luke's on the clock, like he's done? Yeah, I think so. I bet. What do you make of the names that? What do you make of the names? Because uh, Chris Broussard, right? Chris Broussard said names to look at as possible replacements. Like if this does go down, right? Have you heard this? No, I haven't. Heard, I didn't hear the names. <laughs> he said, uh, "Look out for Mark Jackson." And Jason Kidd. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mark Jackson and Jason Kidd. You you like that? You'd be down with that? I don't know if I'd be down. It, it makes sense to me. Okay. Right? It, it... I don't know about Jason Kidd. I can't see how that would work. I, I really can't see how that would work. It'd be interesting. Yeah. He says, Chris Broussard, here's the actual tweet. From November 2nd, he said, if Luke Walton takes a fall in Lakers land, keep an eye on these two names as possible replacements, Jason Kidd and Mark Jackson. I don't get the Jason Kidd one. Mark Jackson, I kind of understand, but it'd be kind of weird, too, because I feel like 
it's like him and LeBron teaming up to try to take down the Warriors. That, right? That's exactly what it is. And the Lakers aren't there yet. No, not the at, Lakers no. aren't there yet. Um, Yo, hold on. I don't know if it's my TV, but has LeBron's beard always been that gray? Like, are you seeing that? Yeah, is I see that it. me? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that before. I don't know. Anyways, LeBron all of a sudden looks like <laughs> the Raptors made LeBron age all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. That's just what the Raptors did to the man today. I mean, when you oh, watch man. the highlight, LeBron's in a lot of those highlights. Yo, Siakam put it on LeBron. LeBron moved out of the way. Yeah. He did one of these. He moved out of the way because Siakam was about to yeah. put it on him. LeBron wanted Serge, none of that when, smoke. When Serge drove the lane, drove past LeBron for the dunk, it, Here's the thing, basketball fans. If you're watching the Lakers, and especially LeBron, and this was a thing from last year, and if you listen to uh, our Ball on Blast podcast last year, we talked about this a lot because I think it was Brian Windhorse. I'm trying to remember who it was that tracked these stats. But it was tracking, like, the speed, right? And they, yeah. the speed of how someone would play, and they would chart it and break it down into percentages of, you know, you're going your fastest, medium, yeah. and basically walking. Right. And so if you just watch LeBron James, especially this year and early in the season, because it's early in the season, yeah. LeBron James, he's playing a lot of fake defense. Yeah, he's definitely. standing around and he's trying to play the four or the five. You can't do that against Pascal Siakob yeah. and, and this Serge Ibaka. This Serge. Right. The real Serge Ibaka. And that's what you're saying, where you saw a lot of plays where LeBron looked like, yo, yeah, this yeah. is not going to go well, Bron Bron. Uh, seeing some comments come through, uh, Lord D Swiss says magic needs to chill. No need to pull the trigger. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's in magic's vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, I thought magic chilling with, enough, with, yeah. I'll say this. I thought magic chilling enough was bringing in LeBron and just LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought that was magic chilling. Definitely. This, whew, this can't go well. And again, it's it's you know I think I think with it's I mean it's still it's the Lakers are a young team. Yes, they brought in a few veterans, mm -hmm. but they're still a young team. Their core, their core, other than LeBron, is like you said, first and second year players. Yeah, right. So I think Luke Walton, it, he's not doing any worse of a job, right? Than yeah, than yeah, last year, yeah. right? But with LeBron here, there's that added pressure. And Luke Walton isn't – the biggest problem is Luke Walton definitely isn't LeBron's guy. Yeah. He's not even Magic's guy. Magic inherited Luke Walton, right? Right. So those are two things not in their favor. The other thing is I don't know how much time you have to mess around in the Western Conference, right? Because yeah. LeBron on the Lakers, you have to make the playoffs. Like you can't not make the playoffs if you're the Lakers and you get LeBron James, right? Right. Barring like injury or whatever. When you look at the Western Conference right now, I'm going to read you the, the eight teams that are in a playoff spot right now in the West, okay? Yeah. So you have Golden State in first. Second, you have the Denver Nuggets. Third, the Portland Trailblazers. Fourth, the San Antonio Spurs. Fifth, the Grizzlies. Sixth, the Kings. Seven, the Clippers. Eight, Oklahoma City. That's, that's a power right there. Yeah. Then when you go to 9, 10, 11, you're talking nine Utah playoff team. Yep. 10, the Pelicans, playoff, playoff team. team. 11, the T-Wolves, playoff team. Lakers in 12, but then you have Houston in 13, yeah. right? So, like, there are, what, one, two, three, four playoff teams from last year that are currently on the outside looking in of the yeah. playoffs, and the Lakers are bunched up with those four playoff teams. Now, I'm going to assume 
Houston's going to come back and make the playoffs. Right. Right? I'm Mem- going to assume. Mem- Memphis and Sacramento, early season, early, early season success, sure. but that is not sustainable. But you're talking about the Lakers dogfighting to get into the playoffs? Like, yeah. I thought it was crazy when people brought up the Lakers might miss the playoffs this year. Looking at, like, when you actually look at the squads and watching how the Lakers are playing right now, they need to get Anthony Davis. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. This is these are just these are just the facts. Like Tyson Chandler, cool. Like you think that's gonna fix what just happened? Tyson Chandler, that's gonna fix this? No. Javale not. McGee wasn't even a problem. Yeah. I'm not blaming Javale McGee for that game. Serge would have given anyone that business. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think the Lakers will miss the playoffs? I don't see. That. I don't have them as a playoff team right now. Wow. wow. I mean, again. It's it's early it's early in this year. Mm-hmm. Trades will happen. Yep. So you know, anything like anything can happen, but it's not looking good. This team, configured as is, is ninth, tenth place. And this the the sorry part is I don't think they're that bad. I think you just got to figure out how to make the pieces work, and one yeah. of those pieces is LeBron. Right, because LeBron, if you're playing the four or five, but you also have Kuzma and Ingram playing, yeah, right, like okay, and then you also have JaVale McGee playing, yeah, that's a weird lineup, and you're and not the you ball, match up then, weird against a lot of people, and Lonzo's I don't, I don't think Lonzo or Rondo fit with LeBron, yeah, because they don't, because neither one can play off the ball. No, that's true. And LeBron doesn't. And LeBron doesn't play off the ball. No, the ball goes <laughs> to him, and he creates. Yeah. But if you're creating, and your other guard, and the guards that are on the floor can't shoot. Yeah. I hear you. Neither I, neither one fits. I have a question for you and for the Raptors fans in both chats. So feel free to answer. Even though this is a regular season, right? Even though the color of the jersey is different. Do you get some bit of payback from this beatdown of the Toronto Raptors over LeBron James in this game? As the uh, so-called LeBron hater, yes, not so-called. Any any beatdown of LeBron James, I'm 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 here for. Yeah, stokes me up, makes my day. <laughs> but I think because Kawhi didn't play, mm-hmm. I'll say yes. Ah, okay. Because this is the old Raptor team, basically. Just with no Demar, just with no Demar, right? So basically, the that right? fourth quarter and, and, that Demar got benched, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, OG put in work, Siakam put in mega work, mega. Serge put in work, Kyle put in work. If two out of four of those would have put in work got together at the same time last year, yeah, it's a different series, it's a different conversation, right? It's a completely different series. It's great to see the improvement from this team. Serge Ibaka continues to flourish. Pascal continues to flourish. This team is just putting in mega work. And I don't know if Nick Nurse could have asked for a better start to his coaching career. But again, the Toronto Raptors are 9-1 and as they win over, I'm going to keep saying it, LeBron and the Lakers. 121-107. And I think there is a small bit, a small bit of revenge the Raptors can take in this W just because there's been so much... LeBron just dummying the Raptors. Yeah. And I know that it was a playoffs. 
And I know, but even if you go back to the final two regular season matchups last year where the Cavs beat the Raptors and LeBron was swagging it out against them too, like, it's just been so much. And who knows whenever you'll meet up with the Lakers, I don't know. But you can only do what you do in the chances you get, right? right? And so this was a chance to go at LeBron, and they went at LeBron. And I think in the open of the game... In La La Land. In La La Land, Right. I think in the opening of the game they had a they took the Omar line and you come at the king you best not miss. Yeah. I think that was in the opening for tonight's game. They went at the king and they did not miss. They took they took LeBron. I don't even know what LeBron did in this game. So the Toronto Raptors do it. Massive win for the Toronto Raptors. And I don't know. I don't even know what more to say because at the end of the day, this was a massive, massive, massive win. Good to see you again. I hope Kawhi Leonard is back in the lineup tomorrow against the Utah Jazz just because, hey, Kyle and them had to come back in. Not that they expended too much energy when they had to come back into the yeah. game, but it'd be nice to give Kyle and those guys a little bit of a, a rest, you know? Yeah. So we'll be looking forward to that. And uh, hopefully, Raptors fans, you'll join us again here on the Wrap It Up podcast. Q, thank you so much for coming through, coming clutch for me. Anytime, brother. Um, Greatly appreciated, but let the people know where they can find you on social media and what's what's going on with DDS. Let us know. All right, so for DDS, it's at DDS Caps on all social media accounts. Uh, DDScaps.com is our website. Go there, you can check out what we got. Big things, big things are happening. Okay, okay. Um, personally, it's uh, simply underscore just underscore Q is my personal. Uh, Instagram account. All at me. Check me out there. You can ask me any questions. Things you want me to bring up on the next podcast. I like it. I like it. And my name is Sheldon Alexander. As always, if you're watching this, then you know you can find me on Twitter here after each and every Raptors game for our Raps post game show at Shell Alexander. Also, we'll be taking questions on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. Both those places try to put up some Raptors content just to, you know, continue the conversation even when the show's not going on. The show always is continuing 24-7 because we want to interact with Raptors fans as we cheer on and watch, again, what is the most highly anticipated season in Raptors history. That's what we were billing it going in, and it's lived up to the hype so far, and we hope that it continues. And we appreciate all the people listening. You know, the numbers have been great so far. The feedback's been good so far. So shout out to all the people that are listening and enjoying live and interacting with us and talking with us live. We appreciate you. Shout out to the people that are on iTunes, that are liking and subscribing on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on Google Play. Again, if you want to find that podcast, just search On Blast Podcast and you'll find all the Wrap It Up episodes. And special shout out to the YouTube following. YouTube following is is growing every day. It's been massive. We greatly appreciate it. I appreciate the comments going on and the, the, the conversations going on in the comment section. That's always big. So shout out to you guys as well. Keep the conversation going because that's what we're trying to do here. Continue Raptors conversation in this country of Canada, in this city of Toronto, because we love the city and the Raptors are putting on for the city right now. So let's keep that conversation going. And again, thanks for joining us because... It is real talk when I say it at the end of every episode. I really did used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up Podcast, Fall On Blast, Raps Post Game Show. Until next time, 
See ya. Boom, blast.